And we are back. That was weird. Did you guys see that? <laughs> that was weird. It, it just it said countdown. zero. Yeah, it said zero four weird. times. I don't like that. <laughs> oh gosh. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dude Thoughts Podcast. You got Carmen Gabe and our dear friend Ryan, who is the manager of Topless Tapas. Uh <laughs> uh shout out throwback. We're talking everything unwritten. So we're gonna keep this uh, a mystery, but uh we're gonna kick it's it a- off like we always do. Yeah, I really what? enjoy okay. Natasha Bedingfield's uh, hit single, Unwritten. And so this whole episode yeah. is about <laughs> that song. <laughs> Are you guys going to cue that in later on? Or is that uh, nah, we'll get copyright strikes. So. Yeah, we got to talk to that's her, talk to her people. Uh, yeah, that's I know. an unwritten rule. That's like an unwritten rule on its own. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Finding an instrumental that you like or something, but you're allowed to, but you're not really. Like They can, they can really come at you hard with that one, so. Yeah, that's we'll leave it out only, intro. It's fine. We used to have a scene, only, but then Gallery Eighty One got really onto us, and then we had to take it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gallery, I've heard of those guys. Yeah, assholes. They're big. Yeah, big, big assholes. Big toolboxes. Yeah. That's what uh, I've heard. Yeah, that's mostly what I've heard. <laughs> Gabe, hey, dude, what's up, man? Nothing much. The Phoenix Suns got their first playoff win in over a decade, so that's pretty pretty cool. Um, it was an it was an accident, but I was watching the game at Target, like on my phone while shopping. Because it's round one, I'm okay with, like, going out and about and just watching on my phone, you know? And we were going out to eat, and she didn't do this on purpose, but it ended up being a happy surprise because she wanted to go to, do you remember Rock and Brew? Yeah, Rock and Brew, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think it's a franchise, but it's a place out in, in our part of town, Florida, and it was the only place that would be playing the game in our area. And I said, where do you want to eat? And she chose there. And I know 100% it wasn't on purpose, but I still thanked her and said, hey, thanks. I know you didn't do this on purpose, and you're probably mad that I've been watching the TV the whole time, but thanks. I appreciate you picking Rock and Bruce. But then we discovered they had the best gluten-free pizza she's ever had, so that's pretty great. That's a nice, happy surprise. So They have a really killer, like, buffalo chicken sandwich there. Yeah? Like, it, it will knock your socks off. Ryan, come to Florida we can, we'll go to we'll go to Rock and Bruce so we can watch the Phoenix Suns win for Gabe. Yeah, I just want to have I want to just have the plane land the plane land right there. Um, never heard of this place, but yeah. I don't know. Buffalo it's a nice chicken little, nice little bar, good. bar food. Up everything i yeah everything I've had there has been good. Um, we went during like the thick of quarantine, and it just Perfect. wasn't very separated so we just were like oh we're gonna we'll come back another time the food was great but maybe we'll come back when when we're poked and now we're poked so now we're just like we'll go anywhere <laughs> i want to see this place when i go to this place i want to watch something so random like the phoenix suns winning their first playoff game in 10 plus years is that what you said 10, over, over, a 10 years now? over a decade our last win was in it's 2010 gotta be something so bizarre like that we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah. we'll think of something good yeah, maybe definitely. the White Sox can... winning a playoff series or something. Yeah, I wish you got you got two <laughs> real big White in... Sox fans here. So Ooh, I want to be in Florida for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a couple more White Sox fans in Florida than Rays fans. Our fan bases here suck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, hey, gosh. Carmen. Hey, dude. What's up? Well, you know, today today was a day. Today was pretty wild. I woke up. At a, from at 7 a.m. with a text saying that my 
stores not opening when it's supposed to open. It's going to be a week earlier, which is perfect because I have no team. Um, <laughs> I'll fly and... over there right now, Carmen. <laughs> That's, <laughs> hey, That's what I texted you about earlier. That's what I texted you about. You trying to come work here? You trying to come get a job? I do want to come um, to Chicago, so. And uh, but I I was working so so many different calls back to back today that I didn't eat until all of a sudden it was three o'clock. And you know that feeling when it's been so long that you haven't eaten, and you no, I've you, never you had have that feeling to... once in my life. I've never <laughs> no, no, but I mean like, like whenever a girl's like, I forgot to eat today. I'm like, my brain does not comprehend that at all. I will stop what I'm doing right now. Like, <laughs> if this podcast was going um, too long and I was like, I need a snack, I will, you got your emergency Skittles there. So yeah. I, that my brain doesn't function that way. It was, the, the, here's a crazy thing. Like, it got so bad to the point where I was like, oh, I need to microwave this lunch I brought. And then I didn't even finish it because I was like, I'm not even hungry. And then I got home and I was like, I am just so hungry. I had like six, uh, six of, six Uncrustables, um, that's the yeah, so okay. that's, that's the serving size. Well, so <laughs> no one. I think <laughs> one is the serving box, size. So six come in a box, but I had <laughs> I had two. poured into a bowl with some milk, <laughs> some uncrustable cereal. <laughs> no, I had I had two two strawberry, two regular grape jelly, and two of the honey. The honey ones are actually really good. Balance. Um, it's honey and peanut butter. Um. But anyways, that was my day, and it was super crazy, but, you know, I'm glad to be here. Uh, but most importantly, Ryan, our dear friend, one of my oldest friends, uh, one of my favorite people in the entire world, Ryan, hey, dude, what's up, man? Not much, dude. It's um, good to be here. Yeah, it's it's been a work in progress for, what, like, how long has Dude Thoughts been around for? Over a year. A year. Over a year, year, right? I think you guys started when I moved out here. Um, and what's funny is, like, we couldn't have been further apart. I think you were still in Florida at the time, right? Yeah. And I got out of here to the West Coast, and I'm like, hmm, what do I do? Do I fly down? Do I fly to Florida to be on this show? <laughs> Not thinking, like, Zoom or anything like that could exist and get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking a phone call. Like, you know what I mean? A conference call or something like that. And then, then you went to Downers. You're back in yeah, Downers Grove now. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, man. It's been it's been Fine. so weird. Um, also, you wouldn't like Florida's great. Like Florida's really awesome. But you being as someone who's lived around Chicago your entire life, you'd have been like, hey, let's go to let's go to your equivalent of Chinatown, and then we go oh. there, and it's just meth heads, right? Yeah, so I don't want to like, know what that's like. Yeah, I'm okay with the meth heads that I around. You know, I'm around a lot of them. But it's fine because it's not like fake Chinatown methods. It's uh, in some cases real Chinatown methods. Depending where you're at. <laughs> Authentic. We got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of beach meth. That's uh, kind of our thing out here. Um, I dig that. I respect that. Yeah, it's if you're gonna have meth, might as well do beach meth. So. And you're out in San Diego right now, right? What's that, sir? For all the listeners out there, you are in San Diego, correct? I am in San Diego. I am in Ocean Beach. San Diego, California. Ocean Beach, the province <laughs> of San Diego, the town of California, the state. Um, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's all of them. Checked all the boxes. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what we're talking about today, uh, and also, wait, Gabe, tell people what happens at the 7 minute and 47 second mark of our podcast. They keep listening. They text Kelki and say, hey, thanks for making a great show. 
And then they also text four other friends that link to the show. They leave a review, something nice, something mean. As long as it's five stars, I don't care what you write, to be honest, because the algorithm does not care what it says. As long as it has the five Cinco stars there, that's great. Share, follow, all that fun stuff. And now let's talk about Natasha Bedingfield. Is that her last name, Bedingfield? Bedingfield? Better? I think you got it. Butterbeer? I, Natasha that's, Butterbeer. That was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Actually, so fun fun fact. This is a throwback. And, and this is like a very specific niche memory that probably Ryan can, can uh, relate to. Back at Downers Grove South, there was a teacher named Mr. Moss. Do you remember Mr. Moss? I do. Tall, I don't, but like I do, you know. Right. Tall oh, I, he English might have been, teacher. Okay, he was my English teacher. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. So I remember we did like a like you know, Gabe, like one of those things where like you you start with one word and then you like think and you like dream journal like the cloud thing and it's like you, yeah, yeah. You know, we did a, one of those in English class too, unwritten by Natasha Butterbeer. <laughs> Oh, that's hot. <laughs> Natasha Butterbeer. That's, oh, that's a new yeah. new t-shirt design. Natasha Butterbeer. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about the freaking unwritten rules, specifically of baseball, but I feel like there's so many unwritten rules out there. We should just talk about those, yeah. too. The White Sox just but, got into some, some unwritten rule. Fuck Tony La Russa. <laughs> I need to get away from this sport forever. Carmen, let's talk a little about that. I was actually going to say, Ryan, why don't you start us off? Because I know as someone who's who's as big of a White Sox fan as me and, and Gabe is a giant baseball fan, too. So we're all in good company here. Um, right. But unfortunately, Gabe, so I, did we sweep I didn't y'all? love you this. Yeah, you <laughs> fucker, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I didn't Gabe's see the results of the last fan. game. You're a Yankees fan. Okay. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan, take, take it away. Let's start off on these unwritten rules, uh, specifically focusing on the 3-0 Yerman Mercedes situation, and then the retaliation, and Lance Lynn and Tony Larusa, all this garbage. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Let's just talk about, I guess, the at-bat itself. Um, it was it was a position player pitching. So off the bat, like you guys need to suck a little bit less to have gotten to that point, right? And what does that guy even play? What catcher. what was that twin play? What's his position? He's a catcher. Is he yeah. catcher? I mean, I can't. Okay. Um, where are we at? Yeah, three zero pitch, right? A forty seven um, mile per hour, three zero pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just bringing the heat. Um, how he got a hold, <laughs> how he got a hold of that one? I don't even know. <laughs> but he did. He did. He let her rip. Um, so I didn't Wait. think anything of this rule until some point last season. Fernando Tatis Jr., who a lot of White Sox fans might have heard of. Um, <laughs> Just some rookie, a, un, unnamed, no-name scrub. <laughs> a player to be named Name later. later. <laughs> he, I think it was a grand slam he had hit off yeah, somebody. Yeah, it was a grand slam. Right? Yep. He misread um, He misread the sign from his third base coach telling him not to hit the ball, I guess. I don't know, take a, to take the walk and, like, walk in another run. Yeah, well, we don't need four. He just, <laughs> he just cleared the bases. Like, that kind of sped things up for the pitcher, I would think. Like, the guy should be so lucky to get yeah. up the mound that much faster, right? Like, then maybe the next guy can just hit a pop-up and take it over. But if you keep walking the guys, like, yeah. you're, just, you're going down yeah. a, a dark it hole. Definitely, 
it definitely it's been a year where it's so funny because we fi- I feel like we finally just were able to put this out of our minds. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, fresh season, a fresh, full COVID free kind of season. And here it is again. So you got a guy who plays catcher who looks like Bartolo Colon's <laughs> twin brother. Just a, a tubby, a tubby man out there throwing a 47 <laughs> mile per hour cookie. 47. So Ryan, I did not know that. I yeah. threw harder than that in high school. Yeah. <laughs> All of us here on this call could throw harder than that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the 3-0 count, up 10 runs, Tony La Russa, blah, blah, blah. What do you make of that, Ryan? I think – I don't think Tony La Russa has managed the White Sox with, like, a clean driving record, first and foremost. So the guy has, like, eight DUIs. I think he's got other unwritten rules to maybe think about, like <laughs> – No, they're, they're laws. They're written. <laughs> Those, no, okay. <laughs> no, don't drink and drive. Yeah. It's pretty established. But no, that's the no, problem. No. He's too Doesn't busy respecting to the, the unwritten laws to follow the <laughs> yeah. written laws. The actual written laws. I was uh, kind of caught off guard being that he is the oldest active manager. He's got to be in baseball, right? Longest tenured. I didn't think something like that would cross his mind. I would have thought he'd said, you know what, like, they're losing by that many runs anyways. Like, let him have it. Let him have that pitch and I think two outs. Okay, hopefully you just get the next guy to ground out or something like that. Maybe not with 47 miles an hour, but soon enough. That's pretty incredible, too, to think of. The dude launched it off of 47 <laughs> miles per Dead hour. Dead center. Dead center. <laughs> Trevor Bauer like, put out a – he had the YouTube channel. didn't hit it out of the park? I mean, geez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about uh, Trevor Bauer there, Gabe? Uh. I love Trevor Bauer so much. <laughs> I'm starting to just grow an affinity for all the Dodgers pitchers. Because I've already liked K- Kershaw. And then Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly did that nonsense with the Astros. And he became my favorite person on the planet. With Carlos Correa last year. <laughs> I think it was. Right? So, yeah. So Joe Kelly is the man. And now I'm just... I just love Trevor all of Trevor Bauer's responses to everything about baseball. Because the thing about unwritten rules, they all favor the fucking pitcher. Every single one of them favor the pitcher. It's all about the pitcher's feelings. Do. It's never like, it's never like, oh, you're throwing a no hitter, so quit embarrassing them. Throw a gimme. It's never that. It's hey, the pitching staff's getting rocked. Just uh, maybe take a walk. Don't hit a grand slam. That's what gets That's me annoyed. That's a perfect segue into a different unwritten rule that I had always heard about. If a guy is, if he's got a no hitter on the line, and when I say on the line, like nowadays, if you're, if you have a no hitter into the third inning. Like ESPN, blowing on like if it's like there's two outs away, there's three innings in, and they let you know that there's a no hitter going on. But if you're in, let's say between the sixth through ninth inning, how do you feel about somebody bunting to get on base against a guy that's got a no hitter? I would never hold it against somebody. However, in a close game, I'm 100 percent for it. I understand if it's like a it's more than a five run game. Maybe like, maybe I'd be like, all right, that was fuck you. Like if I was a pitcher, I'd be like, come on, dude, asshole. If you're for sure, if you're down by, if you're the hitter and your team is down by five runs, and it's the top or bottom of the seventh, seventh or, or sixth, then yeah. And then, yeah, but like, I would don't, never don't bunt to get on base. But if you're down by one run, 
And Red it's bunt. a seven. Yeah. Said bunt. Exactly. I think there was a situation with Justin Verlander, who has like three no hitters, anyways. Yeah. Still and and between, the so. absolute hottest wife in baseball hottest on the planet. Yeah. Right. So he had said something. I forget. I think he still won the game. It wasn't a no hitter. So I think a guy did on, did get on base with a bunt. And he said something like it was kind of Bush League, this and that. I thought of that as like, these guys are still trying to win, right? Like anybody else. And yeah. I remember that specifically being later in a game. Um, so that unwritten rule, depending on the context, I'm all for it. If you're if you're within reach, break yeah. that unwritten rule. So, you know what I mean? To bunt during yeah. what could be a no-hitter. Well, um, Gabe, you bring up... Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, you bring up a good point, though, because I, I never, I personally never thought of it like that. I've only heard, oh, if you if you show up the pitcher, you're going to get tossed at. If you bat flip, you're going to get tossed at. If you pile on too many runs, you're going to get tossed at. And, like, here's the thing. I don't hate the unwritten rule of getting thrown at. What I What I hate is, you know, when guys are intentionally throwing at their heads, but also guys don't play with control the way that they did when Greg Maddox was pitching. Like, the guy, Greg Maddox, could go, I'm going to throw at your left ass cheek, and and you'll know it. And it, it'll be. And you're a right-handed hitter. Oh, no, left-handed hitter, and I'm going to hit your left ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be. I was trying to put that together. In my yeah, I had to too, flip like, it. I was married. Is this guy a righty or a lefty? How does he? <laughs> so, but, okay, but you get what I mean. Like, these guys now, they'll throw it, and maybe they'll be aiming for the ass, but then it, they lose control and it hits their head, and now a guy's got the concussion. He's out. Yeah, but, the fucking guy on the Mets. Looks like he got hit by a truck. I've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pilar. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no problem. (laughs) I have no problem with that. But on on the other side, it's not like eighth, ninth inning where the pitcher's got a no hitter or a perfect game. And they're like, okay, guys, even if he throws it right down the middle, just don't swing because, you know, that's not, you know, hey, this guy, this guy struck out four times. Maybe don't strike him out again. Yeah. Like that's never being said. Yeah. Um, if they want it to be a written rule, if they want to get this, just make a make a blowout clause. Make, if you're if a you're losing rule, by yeah. ten, if you're if you're losing by ten plus runs going into the seventh inning, and you don't want to burn your pitchers, forfeit the game. Say okay, you guys win, forfeit. Yeah. But then the problem is, is that you lose all of those other statistics. You lose mm-hmm. all of. Like, let's say a guy does have a perfect game going into the seventh, but they're also losing by 10 runs. And they're like, we don't want to burn our bullpen. The league doesn't recognize seven inning perfect games, seven inning no hitters. So, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this, but you bring up a good point, Gabe, that I never thought of before. It's always for the pitcher. It's not for the hitter. Yeah, it's stupid. Then there's uh, there's the whole concept of uh, Mercedes is a rookie. Oh, yeah. And so, Ten years like, in the minors. Ten yeah. years. Yeah, so, I was going to say, he's our age. Yeah, he's our, our age. age and mm-hmm. so, for one, he's I get that he's a rookie, but for Tony La Russa to pretty much be like, oh, he's a rookie, and, you know, just call him a dumb a dumb bitch, <laughs> pretty much. I, I hate your coach word. right now so much. Right. <laughs> like, I don't understand that higher anyways, because you guys are, like, one of the youngest teams ever. <laughs> and so to bring in old ass Tony Larusa, like no one understands the signing, <laughs> no one gets it. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm still a little indifferent on it because I'm like, well, what if, what happens after this year? He's like he 90. probably drops dead. He's eighty thousand yeah. years old. He goes from seventy-six this year, and he'll be ninety next year. Because that math does check out. It's baseball years. 
Yeah, that's why exactly. His age group is why baseball had to shut down. He <laughs> shouldn't yeah. be nowhere near a baseball field. <laughs> um. Okay. So let me let me ask you guys this. Let me let me pose this question to you. Um. Would because w- I'll share my opinion after you guys. Would any of this be an issue if Tony Larusa never goes to the media? Probably not. I mean, somebody no. might write something about it, but they might still throw at him. But they got the green light from the manager too, because I think they even asked Tony Larusa afterwards. He was like, oh, "I get it," or something afterwards. So, and then the locker room, the White Sox locker room is like all on Mercedes' side. So I don't know if he even like has control of the locker room, <laughs> like I'd be pissed off if I was Mercedes and my coach just threw me under the bus. I'd be like, okay, well fuck you, dude. <laughs> like send me back down to the minors another year. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say that. Cause there's a big money difference, but yeah, send me to the, send me to the minors <laughs> for the 11th year now. But let me go back there for the 11th yeah. year. So uh. I don't know. I'd be hella pissed. And I, I don't know That's I'm sick and tired of these boomer baseball I was trying to think of another B word to make it sound bitches, prettier. Boomer baseball boomer, bitches. Boomer baseball bitches. First thing yes. that came to mind. Yeah, I think so. I'm sick and tired of these uh, boomer baseball bitches. So what, what were you saying, Ryan? You think, yeah? Yes. I can't remember the question, but yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying, do you think Do you think that uh, e- this would either even be an issue if, if he doesn't go to the media? I don't think it would be. I think some some random writer or analyst might have said one thing about it the next day probably in comparison to Tatis last year you know what I mean they just said like oh here we go again with the guy swinging for the fences when he's already up by 10 runs let it blow over it's done with I think like two no hitters have been thrown since this Mercedes (laughs) run right if I'm not mistaken like hasn't there already been I think pitchers in general got their revenge on guys like that maybe not the guy on the swings I hope you know, for his sake, he doesn't end up on a pitcher's mound again. Yeah. What if he threw a no? What if they had to like emergency start him? What if he was like the next no hitter in baseball? That'd be fun. Well, here's <laughs> the wild. thing: Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes has pitched. Mercedes has pitched in games, and the dude he clocks. This year. He clocks eighty plus eighty eight wow. miles per hour as a as a reserve catcher who's had ten years in the minor leagues, who's batting three sixty one. The dude throws it in there at eighty eight. MVP. <laughs> What? That's the crazy thing. What but, if they have a rematch? What if Mercedes has to pitch again? What is that guy's name? The guy from the, the guy from the, we're just going to call him the guy from the Twins. Yeah, the idiot from the Twins. What the, the, if? Yeah, they had a rematch. What but if hopefully they had, it'd be in the event that we're up by so many runs that we use our position players to pitch, not that we're down by runs. Mercedes is pitching because we're up by fifteen runs. I like that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I. I, th- I mean, but here's the thing. Do- it, it also, you have to think about, and I saw a really good comment on this on one of the, the White Sox Facebook pages that I'm in. They People don't pay hundreds of dollars in baseball tickets to watch position players pitch. I I don't care. If my team wins, I don't care. Um, I could go in and like, you know, like Gabe said, you know, Anthony Rizzo, who I actually, I really respect Anthony Rizzo. That was fun. But yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Tim and Freeman um, had a good old laugh about it. He does quite a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Rizzo, I think he's Rizzo there. on the mound quite a bit. He's their go-to, like, all right, we don't want to waste a guy. We're, let's throw him in there. But so is that catcher for the Twins. He gets in kind of about, about the same much as Rizzo, I believe. 
Well, that's because the Twins are losing and they're last place in the entire league right now because they suck. Um, so, but here's the thing: like, if if you guys were at the game and let's say you're you're down by ten, would you even stick around at that point? Like, do you even stay at the game? No, I want to beat traffic. <laughs> if my team, if my team's down by ten, I'm out of there. Dude, like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's easy in Chicago because then it's like, well, I guess I'll just hop up one line on the red line and then I'll just one stop on the red line and then I'm I'm in Chinatown. I'm getting smoothies at Shy Cafe. Yeah, I knew where <laughs> um, you were going with that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. I but, got a list of the of no hitters from Bleacher Report of of unwritten rules from Bleacher Report. You want to go through these? All right. Yeah. Let's let's see what we got here. This one I'm for. This one doesn't bother anybody. Don't talk about a no hitter when a no hitter is in progress. That's Agreed. a good one. I like that a lot. That one. Except you know what's great though, as White Sox fans, remember when Burley had his no hitters going? Yeah. The one against yeah. Texas, and then his perfect game against Tampa. He was the farthest thing from superstitious about. If I make eye contact with anybody, if I breathe anyone's air, I'm going to lose this game. No, he was just like a, just literally another day at the park for him. Yeah, but Mark Burley but also, one exception. Mark Burley also got a save in the World Series in 2005 hungover and drunk. So like that, that man is a <laughs> at superman. At the same time, hungover and drunk at the same time. Yeah, he was. Years later, he said he was pounding beers in like the 10th inning of that game. Yeah. And he came and- into- he came in to close it. I think it was like the 14th inning or something crazy. It was the Je- was that the Jeff Lum? Yeah, yeah. For White I Sox think fans so. out there, I think that was the. I gotta find a quick side note on that. I have to find every player T-shirt or jersey for every player that was on the Padres and the White Sox at any point in their career. But I gotta find like which jersey do I buy, the Padres or the Sox? Jeff well, Lum, I want it to be. I like. I want to find a Sox. Jeff Blum jersey, but wear it to a Padres game. Speaking of Padres, anyone, did you see the clip of that Padres fan knocking this guy the fuck out in the stands? The first base coach? No, no, no. This guy was in the fans. No. Okay, I will send it to you. <laughs> but yes, please. Well, but while I, before I look for that, the next one I'm more okay with than taking a three zero pitch. This one I understand more. Don't steal bases when really ahead in the ball game. I understand that one a little more um, because if you're already ahead tacking on more or whatever, but still, I don't give a fuck. Like if I'm on the other team and you're stealing bases, like people's jobs depend on what your stat line is from the year before. Do whatever you want. Yeah, that's my, I also, I also think that that's a little bit more in your control, right? Like if you're, if you're swinging and you drive the ball and it's, it's a good hit, and it just happens to go over the fence. Like if you're like Mark Texera, where the dude would just hit line drive bullets and it'd be home yeah, runs. Yeah. Like if you're just trying to drive the ball and it goes out of the park, that's less in your control. But if you're sitting on second or first and you're like, you have to choose to steal, you know? Yeah, I get that. Where's your head? Where's your head at, Ryan? On that one, like not stealing bases late in the game. If you're winning. Yeah. That one I can kind of agree with. Because somebody like Mercedes, let's say, it could be the end of the year. I'm like, what if he finished this season with like 29 home runs? Had he not swung at that pitch, right? 29. Still a good number. But what if there's like a clause in his contract? If you hit 30, it's like a nice brown milestone number, right? If he had hit 30, he would have gotten a bonus for 
X exactly. number of dollars. Something like that. So can you really discredit the guy for like bumping up his stat line, even just for one run, one RBI, one, Especially one, like one hit? Literally. Being successful with baseball is so hard. Like 30% of the time is successful. If like, if, if a guy went up there who's in a slump, is he supposed to take a 0-3 pitch because the pitcher is sucking ass? No. Hit away. Let's become coaches. All three Good of us. point. What if it what if it was a guy? Yeah, we we already are. We just exactly. have a job. Yeah, they don't they don't know it yet, we're, but we're um, all the World Series winning coaches this year. We're kinda just sifting out our options at this point. Yeah, we've gotten um, offers from from a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, what if it was a guy? I think Mercedes is still leading the league in average, if I'm not mistaken. Right, he's like close three. to it. He's definitely top three. Okay. Yeah, so and he's got a decent number of home runs to his credit so yeah what if it was a guy who had like it's like oh for 15 like, Grundahl, like, like yeah <laughs> like yasmani grandal with like no hits at all um so. yeah what if it was somebody like that would it would, would that player get the same i don't know um all right well next one thing too, can, ahead, I, can i just ask too do you guys think that this would even be a conversation if mike Tr- mike trout mike trout goes and swings 3-0 because it's a cookie and he hits a home run. Do people complain about Mike Trout? No, but Mike Trout no. just, I feel like, is one of those people who just wouldn't. He's so good. He doesn't need a 3-0 count to it. He's just too, too cookie-cutter, like, good boy. He went to the only player that went to the draft, you know? That guy. <laughs> so yeah. That's, White that Sox could have had him. Yeah, a that's lot of teams could have had one. him. The White Sox drafted right before the Angels did. And they took yeah. a guy who never made it to the big leagues. So that's another I, one. That's another Tatis for you. I think uh, I think the Sox dra- drafted Courtney Hawkins that year. I think is the year they drafted him. And where is he at now? Probably dead. Um, <laughs> Probably. Gabe, what's the, next, uh, what's the next unwritten rule? Next one doesn't really feel like an unwritten rule. It feels just more like a a strategic play it's don't steal third with two outs that one's just you're already in scoring position why risk it doesn't it's more of a strategic play than who gives a fuck you know what i mean like if you're at if you're up to bat you want that opportunity to get a run in so i guess maybe that's what they're saying is the guy and the guy up to hit could hit a single and bring you in why risk stealing a base when the same single could have gotten you in Right. So I think maybe right. that's for that's not for the other team. I think that's for like your your guy up to bat. That makes sense. I'm okay but with I don't that. Steal whatever. That's fine with me. Yeah, that one. That's a non-factor or a non-issue to me. I think. Mm, if a pitcher hits a teammate, hit one of theirs. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for, eye for an eye. It, it unless yeah. I, I have a hard time with it with those. Uh, with uh, the breaking balls, right? Like you've a, you've a cutter or not a cutter because that's basically a fastball. You got you got a change up or a curveball that gets away from you. Okay, maybe it's not intentional, but if it happens again, like t- send a message. But I don't know if I always agree with the one for one. Yeah, I don't either. I'm. I, I don't I think do. anybody. Uh, I don't love intentionally throwing at people. I think it's silly and a little juvenile. But I get why it exists. What were you gonna say there, Ryan? There's pitchers that do it. It's like a guy. At this point, he's like a middle reliever, right? And he's told to throw at, I don't know, whichever player earned yeah. it, deserved it. 
It's his job. And he kind of always has this look on his face. He has to play it off. Like, come on, I didn't what? do that on purpose. <laughs> like, dude, you definitely did. And he had nothing to do with the original altercation. He's like, that kind of sucks. You know, kind of sucks to be that guy. Yeah, um, it's like you're the it's you're the relief of, pitcher enforcer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, the, that was my point. Yeah. So the one the one for one mentality it's not entirely, but kind of a hockey thing. And I watch a lot of that, so I'm like, okay, like that's a sport where you can actually go fight, and it actually means something. So like a baseball, the guy's like, okay, okay, you got him there, but did it really prove a point? Did it really send any kind of message? <laughs> on I don't. I just Maybe think the pitchers who yeah, I get you. One the pitchers who like are big on like getting offended and shit like that just have really big, tiny D energy. That's the way I feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Trevor Barrow's got some. Yeah. Trevor Barrow's got some BDE. <laughs> All right. Here's yeah. where we get into the nonsense. Don't admire a home run. Fuck you. Admire that shit. If Julio Jones can front flip into the end zone, you can bat flip whatever you want. <laughs> like, that's Agreed. fine with me. I want you to be Agreed. able to fucking walk on your hands all the way around from first to home. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't get the idea of don't celebrate a home run when a a pitcher can like he, he he can bring back the fist pump from like the Jersey Shore days, right? And that's allowed. So that's or, like there's what's two his, things wrong with what's that. his face can throw an arch a fake arrow somewhere like yeah. All this shit is for yeah, hitters. They, do they don't give a fuck about yeah. pitchers. Like, none of these rules apply to fucking pitchers. It's fucking bullshit. Exactly. And it's three non-pitchers. We're not going to stand for it. I'm assuming we're all non-pitchers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm center field. Center field for life. Um, so, okay. I there was a, I, I just want to take a second and shit on Jock Peterson because he's on the Cubs now. But there was, a, Cubs, yeah. He, yeah, there was a play the other day where he uh, swung – Hit the ball, did a bat flip, and it was caught on the warning track. And I was like, nice. <laughs> "That that brings me joy when guys they they stare and they watch at it. They do the bat flip, and then it's like it's an out. I feel I don't feel bad for you because I oh, think you've earned. I used to love when like right. uh, when Sammy Sosa used to do his little hops, and he used to get it wrong, <laughs> and it was a pop up. It's like always fun to see. <laughs> he was always the guy. Right, I think. I feel like there was a guy that had like a little bit of a hop out of the batter's box being his own and like tore his ACL. Or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, something pretty bad. Maybe it was a guy that was maybe he was crossing home play from a walk off home run and he like literally lost both legs. Um somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped on a really unfortunate landmine that was over there. Um, Ugh, the worst. I hate when that happens. It's a bummer. It's a bummer to see. Um, also, can we can we talk for one second about unwritten rules of life? Like, never have can... sex with your best friend's girl. Sure. Right? That's an unwritten thinking... rule, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, am I getting serious, set up? But, this is the uh... setup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Ryan, got Ryan. Ryan, on, on Ryan a... we brought you on here because... <laughs> uh, Baseball no, but like... is this code word of like, a, hey, we got this unwritten rule conversation we want to bring you in with it was like a decoy i get it um, yeah well it's it's the fine line of are you screwing over your best friend or are you just adding a wiener cousin to the family you know who knows yeah who knows not me let's see these two kind of go together so we're going to combine them don't step on the pitcher's mound again bullshit pitcher shit don't step in the batter's oh, box yeah. while the pitcher is warming up 
more bullshit pitcher stuff. I'm okay with that that's one a, because just if you're warming up, yeah, let them warm up. That's fine. Fair. That'd be like if they were throwing at you as you were doing practice swings. Like, <laughs> like let them right, warm up. Fair. Don't get... But and then don't step in the pitcher's mound. Sure, that one doesn't bother me. That was just I don't think anybody nobody taught me that. It's just something I just didn't do. <laughs> the only time I've heard of that, the only time I've ever seen anyone do it or heard anything of it, was a Rod. Um, yep, that's the example it has here. Again, and he's Dallas a piece of Braden. shit. So <laughs> right, it all checks <clears throat> out. Um, before yeah, he did that, me. I really never heard anything of it, and I've never seen him do it since then. Kind of common sense, don't you think? Yeah, go around it. Yeah. It really yeah. is a really shortcut for you. Only only thing I'll add to that is anyone who can cheat on Jennifer Lopez, you don't deserve. You just suck. You're an idiot. Did he? Did he cheat on JLo? Is that the hot guy going on? That's in, yeah, uh, yeah. That's why they broke up. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know this. Wow. Yeah. You're behind is on that, the defense. Is, is that why he bought the Timberwolves? He was. In, yeah. like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like. <laughs> What am I doing with my, my life? I'm going to buy the NBA. Am I even a baseball mind anymore? Yeah, I'm going to go buy a basketball <laughs> team in Minnesota, of all places. He's Which, not right. Yeah, He's not right. of all the states. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Next one is... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hit the ball where it's pitched. What does that mean? Um. Oh, it just means hit, like, if the ball's outside, don't try to pull it. I think that's stupid, and that doesn't really feel like an unwritten rule here. Yeah, that just sounds. This like is another what? common sense rule, but it's surprising how often hitters don't seem to get this. If the pitch is a bit high and outside, go for the blue single rather than trying to overextend yourself. Likewise, if it's low, try to hit through the gaps. Okay, that's not an unwritten that rule. That's just that's just trying to get a hit. Rule. That sounds like <laughs> completely written. Um, <laughs> well, dude, they're all very written. <laughs> they are. Well, it depends on who you ask. It. You at you ask uh, Tony Larusso or Dusty Baker, and they'll say, "Yeah, these are these are laws. These are biblical." I don't understand this one. Play for a win on the road, a tie at home. What? This is one that, according to Baseball Reference, is absolutely still done today. But the main question to ask is that instance is why is that the case? It's tough to put a finger on practical reasonings, but I believe it has to do with momentum. If you take a risk at home, they'll stand behind you. If you take a risk when sacrifice hit on the road, the fan base can cancel out any momentum. Oh, okay. So I guess what they're trying to say is like, okay, play safer. At- yeah, play safer on the road. Yeah. And then because at home, if you make like it's so okay that one where you steal third with two outs, mm. maybe you do that at home, but you don't do that on the road. I don't know. Yeah, that's a I, weird I, rule. Yeah, okay. we're getting into the stupid. Team. They should have space these out differently and put the fun ones at the end let's see well then let's talk about let's talk about this then there are two teams in the league that have made it to 30 wins you guys know which teams they are um not the angels (laughs) no did they the giants were doing really well it Um, isn't even it is an odd number year so it's giant season it's not the cubs we know that no, White Sox were close until they ran into a brick fucking wall. Yeah, yes, shut the did. fuck up. <laughs> it might be the, the two Cubs teams or the Braves. No, the they're Cubs. doing great, aren't they? It is the no. Rays and oh, yeah, the good. Padres. The Padres. Wow, Rays. good for them. Yeah, the, the, Rays are, the Rays are also on an 11-game win streak. And the A's earlier this season it. were also on an, like a 10- or 13-game win streak or something like that. 
I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. You traded away your entire team for nothing to the Padres of all people. Yeah. Or at least they traded Blake Snell and, uh, I think there was one of them. Did. What was the drop? Blake Snell last inning. year. He got pulled out in that world series sixth game, inning. right? Yeah. In yeah, the sixth inning. Yeah. Game, game six. Interesting um, choice. But the, 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 giving the, up a lead off single. The Rays right. are like ultimate analytics team. So I Clearly. think they, they got right. their own thing going on. They're just always in the thick of things. They're the American League version of the Cardinals. Oh, it's just always fucking good and annoying. The fucking farm Cardinals system. Cardinals playing the White Sox right now. They don't have a the White Sox score update on that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I do. That's that's why I, I why we four to one stuff up. Yeah, four to one. Um, okay. Also, fun fact: this is this is this is what blows my mind. Um, so right now. The leader of the NL East is the Mets with a record of 21 and 20. They're one game above 500 and they that. lead they lead the NL East. There was something about the NL East. I forget what offseason it might have been. Every GM was making the dumbest move they could have made. I think it's when the Phillies went out and just started spending as much money as they possibly could on top of getting Bryce Harper's. There was a comment on NBC Sports. It's like the phrase gets used a lot, but it was something to the effect of like the Nationals GM did something, got rid of this guy, and it's one of the best comments I ever read. It's like it was winter meetings, and somebody had written down there. It's almost as if every GM in the NL East looked at each other and said, "Hold my beer," because who's going to make the next dumbest trade, yeah. or dumbest signing, right? So it's like the "hold my beer" comment can be used for a lot of things. I think that was pretty great. There was one off season where the NL East was just complete garbage, but who's the, I guess, who's the best in that heap of shit? It's yeah. a team that's one game over 500 and they're, they're leading the division. So good for them. Good for the NL East. Yeah. And that's it's also that in its own right. Yeah. You have one team with a winning record and it's only one game over 500. <laughs> and they're, so they're obviously in first place, but so they're, they're first place in the NL East and their last 10 games, they're three and seven. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. That Jacob, league sucks. Jacob oh. DeGrom needs to get out of there. This is yes, they, right now. In he needs games, to get out of there. He's three and two with a 0.68 ERA. How are you three well, and two? With a point six eight three RA, and that that's he's in probably three, losing. Games he's by probably one run. losing. Yeah. Those, yeah, one he's run. No, he's, he's no. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rodon, our guy. What's his ERA? Like a uh, Rodon. Well, like he a, had like a negative. He, he, I think he's at like point seven eight or one point something. So he's but with a no hitter. Jacob Degrom right. has no no hitter this year. That punk bitch. Um, <laughs> okay. So Easy I enough. also. I also don't want the Braves to win a World Series before the White Sox because they started their rebuild at the same time as us, and I just know too many Braves. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I just know too many Braves fans, and I just don't <laughs> want them to to win before us. You don't want to see them happy. You don't want anyone besides White Sox fans to be happy. Degrom is also hitting four sixty seven. <laughs> wow. So, Sheesh. so if so he was up against a relief pitcher, that's yeah, he player. should that's, he should he should swing yeah. through. Where do they? Where does he fall into this? I, I want a team what? to get him and Otani and just let them both hit. <laughs> yeah, that would be wild. Also, Ryan, living out in California, what's it like with the the Shohei Otani craze out there? Do you want to know what it's like? Yeah, I went to a. I went to a White Sox Angels game on Easter. 
How do you pronounce well, the first name? Shohei, Shohei, Shohei Otani. Otani. I know Otani is the pronunciation. He started the game. He, he pitched that night. And he hit a leadoff home run. And I'm still just like, fuck this guy. Not that good, you know? <laughs> well, two months later, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right, he's flashing the pan. He got lucky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ten years later, the guy's batting 400 with 700 career, home runs. Like, ah, fuck this guy. This guy's a, a rookie. He does it all in 10 years. Uh, he's going to have to hit 70 home runs a year <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> Doable. Pitching was weak. The AL West was so weak that year. Um, you know what? It doesn't get talked about a lot because Orange County and San Diego are just, they're obviously right next to each other. It's kind of two different worlds. The Padres get be, talked about a lot out here. It's also um, like the heap of the NBA playoffs and the Lakers are pretty much LA's bread and butter. So maybe when the playoffs are over, maybe it'll get talked about a little more. Baseball, you're right. Baseball hasn't fully uh, like kicked in. Yes. Give it until maybe middle of June, something like that. Things will really start heating up yeah. once we're back in the games and stuff like that, too. You know what, though? Yeah. Down here in San Diego, I really, there hasn't been too much mention of uh, Shohei. 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 So, so let's, okay, now that we talked about that, I mean, I guess as, as a baseball themed episode, kind of, um, where do you guys see if, you know, we're, we're 40 games into the season? Uh, you know, Ryan, I respect that you can appreciate some of those California teams as well as be a White Sox fan. Gabe, obviously be, being a Yankees fan. Uh, I think we can all agree that we hate the Red Sox, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, those racist assholes. No um, brainer. Yeah. So, but where do you guys see, uh, the season ending? Do you guys see, uh, all of our teams making the playoffs. What does that look like? Do we have any World Series favorites potentially this this early on into the season? I think if you guys make a move and get, I think you just throw one pitcher away for y'all. I think your your lineup's great. I think you have a good mix of young and old talent in your in your lineup that I think is fine. I just think one more pitcher, one more good pitcher, not Rodon level because that doesn't exist, but. <laughs> Something good, and you guys are my are one of my favorites. And then, as far as making the playoffs, our division is just a little hard right now because the Rays are one of the best teams in baseball on an eleven win winning streak, and we're a game behind on a six game winning streak. And then the Red Sox are second, but there, I don't see that lasting. I think in the AL East, is it still the same wild card format this year, where it's technically just one just one this year. I don't think they're doing two like last year. Back to the original way where it's like yeah. there is no one game playoff thing situation going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, then I definitely see it being like what it always was 15 to 20 years ago, where it's either the Red Sox or the Yankees winning the division and wild card respectively, whoever gets, which one doesn't really matter. Um, I do see the White Sox still winning the division. I don't think Cleveland's going to hang out for that long. And obviously everybody else, like I forgot Detroit even existed. Kansas City started out like ten and zero, and they just lost like they already lost all the other one hundred and sixty two games. So <laughs> they they already marked them down for that. Um, Cleveland though, they're they're just like a thorn in the side of the Sox for all these years. Even though we've been playing well against them, the fact that they're still just lingering around. I'll check standings when they're playing the garbage teams in the NL or maybe the AL West and stuff like that. And they're just 
they're getting a good cushion for right now, but I think they will fall off eventually. Um, as far as the Sox, I don't think they have to really go out there and worry about winning 100 games. I think they're going to – I think they will win the division. If it's only by, let's say, three, four games by the end of it, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I do see the Red Sox and the Yankees hanging on. I think if any one of those three out east were going to fall off, it would probably be Tampa. I think they got rid I think they got rid of too many pieces. Um, or at least their best pitcher and something else. Someone else over the offseason, I can't remember who. The Red Sox are coming back from having a weird down year. When did they win? Eighteen? Right. They uh, won 20, in seventeen. Yeah, seventeen with Mookie, right? Seventeen because the, the eighteen eighteen was um the No, uh, they were eighteen, actually. So I sorry, seven, 17 yeah, was the Nationals. Was, yeah. 18 was the Red Sox. 19 was right. uh who won in 19 cuz 20 was the Dodgers. The Nationals. The Nationals won it in 19. Did they? Okay. There was yeah, there was That's what it's like easy to forget cuz now they're back to being garbage. So Yeah. Right. They got their one. Um, I think if you get one in your lifetime one. you're in good shape. Right. They're doing okay. Um the Red Sox still have all those core players besides Mookie Betts, but honestly, they were loaded. Without him, they still would have won it. I think. Yeah. Or at so least here's right. here's my thoughts. I think on the National League, the the wild card is coming out of coming out of the West. If the Padres or oh, the Dodgers, yeah, definitely, you know, that's that's coming one too. Yeah, that's um, a, that's safe. But Giants are still there. Giants are still hanging on. Giants are still hanging on. So the Padres are 30 and 17, Dodgers are 29 and 18, and Giants are 28 and 19. So they're all one game away from each other. They're all right there. Yeah. Um now the Cardinals and the Cubs, I think, you know, that if the Cubs get on a hot streak, their their experience will take them to make maybe one last run, but yeah. that team's that team's done after this year. Um the the NL East, I'm not even gonna touch that because that division sucks. <laughs> you could literally have a at that point, maybe dude, what if, if I don't think this has ever happened. What if they have like a losing record and still won the division? They can. They the probably Mets can. And he I, technically I like could. That, that might have happened. Someone's before. gotta win it. Uh someone's gotta win it. Would yeah. that be an unrule rule where like the rest of the division <laughs> and everybody like everybody agrees to like let's all tank, but they also have to be Adequate at best to only win so many games, so win or they're the so default. bad they all what, just what say, you know, all, "Fuck these guys." They all tired. fire together. We're I'm like, tired all right. of all <laughs> these other divisions thinking they're better than us, and they trade Strasburg to the Mets, and they trade Degrom to the Nationals, <laughs> or what if uh, Freeman right. to the Mets? They all just overload the Mets. Yes. Right, and the Mets <laughs> still only finish one game above 500. <laughs> <after all> <laughs> oh um, man, what if? What if the Marlins win a World Series? What, yeah, because of, what if they, they? But they should have done it in 2020. That would have been way better. Because how crazy the year, how upside down 2020 was. I didn't know that the Marlins were still alive, and all of a sudden I see that they beat the Cubs in the first. Uh, it was like best of three, right? Yeah, but we lost yeah. to Oakland, unfortunately. I had no idea that they were even relevant anymore until I should say. I mean, it's two games, but they swept them. That was nice to see. I yeah, like Tom it, 
it was uh it was an interesting season for sure. I think Gabe, you and I you and I were watching that yeah. that game, right? Yeah. Um so I also just want to point out too that the AL West, while I hope the Athletics win and make it to the playoffs again because they're a smaller market team, I just don't think the Astros are going to be held down for too long. Um and, and that's as much as I hate them. Uh I think the same thing. Yeah. I I honestly see I hate I hate to say this, Gabe, but I I think that I want the Yankees to miss the playoffs this year. I think I want them to get third place in the division. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Rays, uh, the Rays or the Red Sox are going to end up in second place. I think the Yankees win the division this year. Hope so. And then yeah, I think the Sox the Sox win the division, but the uh, the wild card is for sure coming out of the East. It's not coming out of the Central. Yeah, I think the I West might be another. The West might also be a division that has like four teams with losing records. Oh, actually, no, because Oakland and Houston. I well, think the both finish with winning records for sure. The Rangers, the Mariners, and Angels all have losing records right now. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, hold on. Let me let me look at this real quick. One, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> all from the NL East. Uh, Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Half of the league has a losing record right now. Wow, cool. Fifteen wow. teams have losing records. That's not good. And one of those teams with a losing record is in second place in the NL East. That's <laughs> Oh gosh, that's crazy. Can uh, we do uh, a quick before I sign off early on you guys? Sorry. Um, no, no, I think we're pretty much towards the end of the episode anyway, trade, so this is perfect. Uh, trade rumor, like, like, would you do it, or do you think it could happen? Uh, big one, Gabe, you're a Yankee fan. Trevor Story going to the Yankees. Have you guys been hearing about that one? Like the Rockies committed suicide a long time ago, so they're just yeah. getting rid of. I saw something about it. Everyone. Not too long ago, I'm I'm all for. It. I don't know what we'd have to give up, but we don't give a fuck about our farm system, anyways. The last person from the farm he's system a, to come up was fucking he's a Brett shortstop, Gardner. right? Isn't he? Uh, uh, I have to look him up. Trevor Story is a shortstop, so I don't know how that makes sense. But I've been hearing a lot about that one. Well, they probably like, probably use him at DH. I would assume. Um, but right now we use Lee a lot at DH, which is interesting. But you guys also have Stanton, who's out right now, who will probably go back to DH. Unless yeah. you guys keep him in right field and you just want to add Trevor Story for the DH spot, Trevor Story that would is also be very to go to the A's. Yeah, that'd be interesting. What I what I have a hard time understanding with these rumors, uh, and going back to your point, Ryan, with the Rockies, they were mm-hmm. blowing up the Nolan Arenado trade uh, last night and the Cubs uh, Cardinals game because right. they basically gave the Rockies they gave away for nothing. like yeah for nothing. Yeah, nothing. they got nothing in return for Arenado. They're um, basically just paying a salary. Something like that, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, they got a couple of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> that they, might make it out of double A. They got <laughs> teenagers. They didn't even specify Did these teenagers play baseball. Just they listed the <laughs> ages. They didn't actually say. They just traded a couple uh traded a couple kids over there. But hey, um, Tatis Jr. Tatis Jr. was seventeen when they traded him. Yeah, the player to me now. Yeah, he's on the cover of twenty twenty one. 
He's on the cover of some stupid little San Diego newspaper. It's on my kitchen table right now. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Ryan, any trades you would like to see make happen? Uh, you think, uh, I know we were talking about this the other day via text, but this will be the last thing that we'll talk about before we, we sign off for the night. The White Sox could go out and get something and who they would have to give up. What would you do and pull the trigger? Sure. Uh, we were talking about the Rangers a second ago, how bad they are. Um, Joey Gallo, not like, not a guy that I've ever kept up with on how much power he has. Apparently a ton. I think he's one of those guys that could hit 40 home runs, but somehow only drive in like 50 runs. Like an Adam Dunn kind of guy. Like yeah. Adam Dunn had like, Adam Dunn had like 45 home runs one year and still couldn't get a hundred RBI. That guy, I watched a deep dive <laughs> video about how slow he was and it was, if I can find it, I'm going to send it to Carmen. It was just so funny. I know the one. I know the video you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I know the video you're talking about. But a guy like that, I guess he's an outfielder. I remember him coming up as a first baseman. I think he plays right field now. Yeah, um, he plays in right field, which is an area yeah. that the Sox need is outfield. Our entire totally. outfield is dead. Dead, yeah. Um, I would say go for it. I don't think he'd cost a whole lot. You'd, you wouldn't have to trade roster players for a guy, like active roster players for a guy like that. I think you can, um, I don't know, like, who did we trade to get Lynn? It wouldn't even be that big of a trade, you know? We, that was we like traded, like yeah, Dane Dunning to get Lance Dane Lynn. Dunning. I don't, it wouldn't even be that big of a move, I don't think. It'd be like, here's, I don't know, two pitchers, have fun with him. Yeah. Um, have him, you know, add a bat going down the street, because the Sox wouldn't do like the Trevor Story trade. No, um, we also don't, don't need really to. Know. You don't need to. Yeah, you guys are doing right? okay with that. Uh, that's with like Tim a Anderson. long-term trade. Yeah. A Trevor Story trade, as far as I'm concerned. Or no, maybe he is a free agent. I could be wrong. Um, that's the guy that you want to up in a lot of talks. It looks like yeah. the top contenders are the Yankees and the A's, which, I mean, we have Gabriel Torres right now. The A's, just so they can, like, trade him away before the season. Even. They could get traded, like, three times in a year. The A's, yeah. like, no, we're going to save money. <laughs> Going down the stretch, I know we're we're leading this division by ten games. We want to save some money while doing it. So, um, oh, gosh, it's how many times true. can you get traded in the season? The A's will do it. I'm sure the A's broken. Yeah, these um, they I hold think, the world record. Yeah, I think it was like Jose Batista before he got to the Blue Jays was traded like six times in two years or something crazy. Yeah, it's like he had like less home runs than that until yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden, it, I think they yeah. he he met with like a hitting coach, and they they changed like one thing about his mechanics, and then all of a sudden he was hitting like fifty home runs and bat flipping and getting punched in the face. <laughs> that guy's a major league dream. Now. The guy yeah. who punched out I Jose I don't Bautista. Know his, I don't, yeah, I don't know his first name. His last name is Odor. Yeah, uh, Ro, Ro, Rofand Rofan Odor from the Rangers. Yeah, he, <laughs> he about knocked his yeah, ass that out. Was great. It was one of Dude, the best punches I've ever seen. Glasses went flying off. Like you could just see the spit flying out. It was great. And I'm sure Batista's a nice enough that. guy, but seeing him get punched is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, he was wearing those, like, uh, what, what are those sunglasses called? Pit Vipers? He was, like, wearing yeah. something like that. So, I mean, something he's, like, real punchable. He probably should have gotten punched twice, really. Like, one for the glasses <laughs> and the other one for the, for, the, um, for the slide. You know, the unorthodox sliding in the second base, I think it was. Probably something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, sliding feet first. So... On that note, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and just wrap us wrap us up and uh, give us your Instagram information. Uh, also, if you guys have listened to some of those uh, these these past episodes, uh, if you ever hear me talk about wanting our, a dear friend of mine to finally mail me a painting, this is Ryan that, that does it. <laughs> I have it right behind me. I have it somewhere in this room. And uh, you know what? I want to remake it for you. I want to repaint that. I think the paper got a little bit crumpled in 
the last Fine. eight months. Fine, but you have to like nine, ten months of the year. Just bring it on the plane like when you fly to Chicago in August. I think I'm going to drive, or I'm going to do what I said before. I'm going to bring my car with me as a carry-on. That's right. Just because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to drive, but I want to have my car with me at home. Makes sense, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's a Wrangler. It's a Jeep Wrangler. You could fold it up somehow. I mean, you take the top off of it and maybe just unscrew a couple pieces, and you know, good. it'd be easy to just go <laughs> rent a Jeep Wrangler once you land in Chicago. No, no, no. That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> it's not the same. I mean, you sometimes <laughs> just want to poop at home, you know. Right. <laughs> you need your throne. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, give us your uh, give us your Instagram details. Um, how right. can the how can the Dudas Colony follow you? <laughs> right on. Um, I guess I'll just start with what's my Instagram handle. It is Foy, my last name F O Y underscore Division. Um, it's like a tribute to Joy Division. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of the band. I guess it's like I, I've had it. For this long now, I might as well stick with it. Um, it's a good one. So, Foy Division's my I, uh, Instagram handle, and uh, I guess what you can do is, is scroll through and see what you like. And mostly, what I post is like pictures out of my sketchbook and stuff like that, or scanned drawings and things of that nature. I um, I kind of just keep those in my archives. You know, what I mean, stacked up around here. But if anything that anybody likes, um, shoot me a message, and I will. I will recreate one for you, um, and I'll worry about shipping it and all that. All this that one's fun really stuff. Cool. I like this After one a lot. Fact, but uh, I'm looking at the sketchbook that it's in right now. It's a little nice little watercolor sketchbook that I got for myself, and got to start utilizing that one a little bit more. But uh, yeah, check that out. Um, I like to talk to people very directly on that. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm up for it. I've, I've sent a few. Uh, besides Carmen, I've uh, sent a few uh, pieces. <laughs> Literally everyone stuff. in the whole world Any, except me. Anyone, everybody besides Carmen that asked for something. I don't mind uh, shipping it from from the West Coast here and getting it out to wherever you're at. So let me know what you like and uh, go from there. Awesome. Love it. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for being on. It's been a long Thanks time coming. Dude, I can't wait to do this again. We'll uh, get a nice little time slot. Hopefully, maybe do some uh, trade deadlines. Uh, once the summer starts heating up, ooh, or ooh. once the uh, trade market starts heating up, rather, but it's uh, gonna be fun. I love it. We'll have to eat some hot dogs from across the country and all, all at the same time. Gabe, anything else you want to add before you sign us off for the night? Nope. Thanks to you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Um, if you haven't already liked and subscribe and comment and all that fun stuff. Like this if you want Mike Trout to get traded to the Yankees or the White Sox. Either one's fine. Right, second, the second one. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, I don't, he just looks like a Yankee, though. Can we agree? No. Because he's uh, white? He kind of looks like, yeah, because of that, he looks like a White Sox. Yeah, you know. no, he looks like a Yankee. <laughs> you know what's good for baseball? Trout to the Yankees, Harper to the Red Sox. That's good for baseball. Because he's already the biggest douchebag, so he belongs. Exactly. In the biggest, well, he's already in Philly, though. That's kind of the worst. Yeah, that's like, true. In terms of who's bigger, wait, hold, hold on. I actually, I, I, for, I forgot to bring this up. I finally watched after all these years. I'm not, I'm not a real baseball fan. Apparently, I finally just watched the movie Forty Two with Chadwick Boseman. Oh, and good movie. I did not realize how racist those Phillies were <laughs> to Jackie Robinson. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they for sure still are. 
But like, oh my gosh, wow. there's one scene in particular. And if you're listening to this point in the podcast still, you know which scene I'm talking about. It was like hard to watch. It was rough. Wow. I'll it check was, it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to send it to you guys. It was, man. Anyways, okay, Gabe. I'm sorry. Take it away. <laughs> well, let's segue. Hopefully we get 42 new five-star reviews tonight. Ooh. And, you know, Carmen, if you got a dream. Go and chase it. We will see you all in the next one.